Aloha everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Happy Monday. It is a wet one out there today. I know on Mondays I encourage you to put your foot in the gas pedal so we can start fast, but that's not while we're driving. Okay, I want you guys to be safe out there. Uh, drive it caution and um, you know today's not that day. Next couple of days it's going to be like this. So just be safe out there. But when we're out our, at work, we're in our grind. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta start fast so we can set ourselves up for another winning week. Don't forget to go pick up your football fever ballots in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Give yourself a chance to win that $1,000 cash weekly. That's right, every week, $1,000 cash. And there's a grand prize at the end of the football season, a big green egg Kamado grill. Okay, make sure you turn that in to select Long's Drugs by Wednesday. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Hey, all you soccer fans out there, I know you're on edge at this weekend's World Cup Finals where Argentina defeated France. This was a game that literally, you know, you thought Argentina was going to win it at the end of regulation. They're up 2-0, 10 minutes to go in the game. Mbappe of France scores two goals within... A matter of minutes to tie it up before the game ends going into overtime and they went back and forth and then the game ends up in penalty kicks and to me this is the most exciting part of of soccer and even in hockey when you get to those penalty kicks penalty shots man it's one on one and Argentina was able to pull it out in the end that is exciting why because Lionel Messi one of the best, top two in the world. Him, Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm putting those guys up there. He finally gets himself a World Cup championship to not end his career, but he most likely won't be playing in another World Cup. So to just be able to get one after doing it for so long, um, to me, that just caps off an incredible career for him on a personal note. Whether he won or lost his, his career, he's a Hall of Famer. But as an individual, as an athlete, you always want to have that icing on the cake. You want that ring. You want that championship. You want that trophy to go up in all the rest of your shrine that I'm sure he has in his home office. But look, congratulations to Argentina, Lionel Messi, and all you soccer fans out there. That's all you can ever ask for is an amazing game to be entertained. Woo! Man, look, Mr. Olympia was crazy. Over the weekend, this is like the Olympics for bodybuilding. It's the biggest show in the world for the sport. All competitors that qualify from across the world make it. And it happened in Vegas. And there was history being made. There was upsets. Big time competition. The biggest anticipation. Um, I wish I was there because I could sense the energy through the TV. Um, but we've got a couple people that are being represented that are from Hawaii. First, I'm going to mention Eureka Shigemoto. She is a Hawaii girl, Eva Beach girl, who went on to compete in bikini. And she ended up placing 12th at the Olympia out of 54. So she's 12th in the world right now. That's incredible. Eureka, congratulations. And our, my good friend, Brandy Lever, Hawaii girl, her husband, Brandon Curry, 2019, Mr. Olympia, man, he, to me, he brings the best package each and every year. 
I love Brandon's physique. He ended up finishing fourth in this year's Olympia. And the way this goes, and I'm, what I'm seeing is that they try to, they pick the winners in which the direction that they want that division to go. Right? The last two winners of Mr. Olympia, Big Ramy as they call him, just girth, huge, massive. And that's who Brandon was up against the past couple of years. Right? Right there. And I always felt as if Brandon had a better physique, that tighter X frame. This year, Brandon came in about 15 pounds heavier because, hey, they want more girth. I'm going to come in with more girth. But that's, you know, with that, you sacrifice conditioning, sort of other things. That's part of that business. And so you can go one through 10, one through five. You look at all these competitors, they all are winners from wherever they came from. They're the best. So it's hard to judge. Watching on the TV, you know, you see the comparisons. It's so, so hard to judge that. But those judges that are front row looking up, they, you know, they may see something different. But like I said, every division, the winners that they're selecting is where they want that division to go, in my opinion. And so with that, congratulations to all the competitors. Um, they were dishing out some dope. Hadi, who won Miss Olympia first place, took him a check for $400,000. Yep. So if you want to get into bodybuilding, hey, it's, on, it's been here for a long time, but it's, 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 it's here, and I feel like it's growing. Right? So get into bodybuilding, put in the work, and maybe you can be an Olympian, a Mr. Olympia uh, one day, cashing in a check for $400,000. But uh, nonetheless... I'm fired up to get back to the gym to put in some work. I hope you guys are fired up to get after it as well. You know, when I played football, I always visualized myself making game-winning catches, you know, taking a punt back to win a game, to make a game-changing play. But to be a defensive lineman, to catch a touchdown or to get an interception for a game-winning play, that's almost... I don't know if you visualize that. You probably visualize yourself getting the, the game ceiling sack or the fumble recover or picking up a fumble and taking it in. Things like that. But this Las Vegas Raiders and New England Patriots game over the weekend was wild. The ending of this. And I know Bill Belichick is probably livid. I don't even know why the Patriots tried to do the lateral play at the end of regulation. The game's tied 24-24. Go into overtime, right? Take the knee, go into overtime, scheme it up, play defense, play offense, whatever it is, go win the game that way. But the Patriots started doing the lateral game, tossing it back, tossing it back, tossing it back. And Raiders defensive lineman Chandler Jones ends up intercepting the lateral and taking it in for the game-winning score. Bizarre, crazy, you know, nothing you can ever envision, but I got to say that that was a mistake on the Patriots part, you know, going, like I said, going to overtime, scheme it up and uh, have a better game plan. But shout out to Chandler Jones for getting that done. The Raiders, they've been having an up and down season, but sometimes, hey, in football, you need a little bit of luck. That was a crazy, crazy play.
Our boy Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins just lost to the Buffalo Bills uh, over the weekend. You know, it's it's a it was a division opponent, AFC East division opponent. They now split the season series. They're one one. The Bills are eleven and three. The Dolphins are now eight and six. But despite the loss, this is the best that the the Dolphins have played. This is the best that Tua has played in the last three games. Yeah, they've lost three in a row, but their offensive performance. They're right back to where they were before they started, before the bye week, you know. And they're still a playoff contending team. Tua says, hey, he's very optimistic. He believes in what they're doing. Coach McDaniel's saying, hey, <laughs> yeah, we want to win, but we're a lot better in that game than we were the past couple of weeks, you know. So with that, this is a team that's taking the positives out of a loss, right, not letting that affect them, not letting it identify them. They know they're right there with the Bills. They know they're capable of beating the Bills because they did that before. You know, Josh Allen and the Bills are a very, very good football team who will be in the playoffs, who will, and who is a Super Bowl contender. So for Tua and the Dolphins to be able to defeat the Bills and pretty much had them in this game shows that also the Dolphins are a Super Bowl contending team. I've been saying that. Right? And they proved that they can play in the cold weather. This was in Buffalo, right? A little snow, fans throwing snowballs. They had to stop the game to make sure that they were, you know, done doing that. It was a hostile environment, but it's one that as a football player you just you just love. When you're on the road and you're winning and you're in that hostile environment, you thrive in those moments. Right? But it's all about player safety, so we can't be throwing snowballs at, at the players. But nonetheless, I'm still going to say it. Tua and the Miami Dolphins will be in the playoffs. I believe their schedule down the stretch here is very favorable of them doing that. So I look forward to them building that momentum that they had from the start of the season and midway through going into the playoffs. Fins up. My guy, Steven Sai has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Highlighting a University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team recruit. Like I said, they've been out recruiting. We're getting transfers. Are you getting people to kind of buy in and wanting to come and be part of this brotherhood? And newest addition, and we can expect to have him here in the spring. And I love how Stephen, this is his opening statement of his article. A stone is landing on the rock. And he's referring to Pride Rock right here on the islands. Cam Stone is transferring in from Wyoming. He's a cornerback. He's 5'10", 183 pounds. He's a, again, cornerback slash kick returner. And he was clocked in the 40 at 438. That is some serious speed. And that's what we need in both the return game as well as the defensive backfield. You know, having that type of speed allows you to come up and play press coverage. It allows you to, to be aggressive the line of scrimmage because you know you have that makeup speed to close the cushion. So that's going to help out our defense a lot. And on the special team side, he, he did have a kick return for a touchdown last year. I believe he had an interception return for a touchdown. So he has that big play making ability. And I feel like that was sort of missed this past season. We need that special teams game to, to sort of increase, especially in the return game. Right? We've created some turnovers. We've blocked punts. 
did all of that, but we got to have that return game stepping up. One thing I noticed that we were doing a lot of is that we were fair catching a lot of the kickoffs. And for me, being a former return guy who never fair caught but one ball in my entire college career, that was against Fresno State because we already had the victory sealed up and coach just wanted me to secure the catch. Anyway, that, that, that's that. But you want to have confidence in, in your return unit. You want to have confidence in your return guy so that, hey, you, you get your hands on a ball, you go do what you do. And Cam Stone may be that guy. So we'll see come spring and as the summer progresses and we get into fall. But I'm excited to see four through eight back there returning kicks. I've been saying this for a very long time. Coaches are in a very unique position at all levels to be so impactful in an athlete's life now and for their future. Youth coaches, high school coaches, college, even professional coaches. You, we, because I coach from time to time, I train kids from time to time, we are in a position to really lay some foundations for these athletes, for, for them to get better in their sport, but more so, right, we try to mentor them on life because sports will last so long. Then you have this long life to live, and the things you learn through sport help you when your sport is done. And so today, Sharif Goldson, our editor, has an amazing story in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser that you guys need to go check out. And he's talking about that. And this came about because he found out about legendary tennis coach Nick Bolatieri's Bulletieri, uh, passing a couple of weeks ago. And one that he was part of, right, back in the 80s and knowing that Nick Bulateri coached Agassi, went on to coach some of the greats, coached the Williams sisters, has impacted these lives for years to come. And so he goes on to talk about all coaches in all sports at all levels like I talked about. And I truly believe that we, as mentors, coaches, people of influence on athletes, we're in a position to really, really help these guys and girls. Set them up for success post-sport. And so with that, please go take a read at this one. Sarif Golson, thank you so much for highlighting uh, that fact that coaches, right? And we have a lot of coaches here in the state of Hawaii on so many levels, and a lot of them are volunteers. A lot of them are parents. Okay, so congratulations to you all. Thank you all, you know, who volunteered to go out to try to help these kids in their sport. But I just want to ensure that we are preaching the things that's going to help them in their lives when they're done playing. Or when that whistle's blown and they got to go home and they got to get into real life and, you know, take on real life things. That's to me, the real position and the opportunity that we have as coaches. Woo! And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I know I say on this beautiful Monday afternoon, but I'm going to also remind you again that it is wet. It is wet out there. Drive safe. Please take your time. Leave an extra 30 minutes early so you're not rushing. Um, just be safe out there. Okay? 
another reminder, get your football fever ballots, turn it into select long drugs by Wednesday to give yourself a chance to win. Mahalo to Long Drugs for all of your support of the show. Let's continue to support local and making Long Drugs a part of our days. I'll see you all come Wednesday. Aloha. Aloha.